0: And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode
1: What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers
0: I'm K Trevor Wilson
2: Hey, it's Krista Allen
0: Hi, this is Rick Mercer What's
2: up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast oh, Yeah! yeah.
0: My name is Josh Williams and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 174 for Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You have the best day of your lives ever? Hmm? Are you? Are you? You might be. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to tell you guys about some stuff. I uh, made a new Facebook account uh, if you were paying attention to the saga last week. I worked some of the Harvey's RV Chatham and Sania locations. I, uh, got to have another wonderful meal with my pals in London, Ontario, Red and uh, John. And, uh, yeah, I came back and started my Nespresso tour. I went to a housewarming party with my buddy, Jad. uh, had some steaks at my mom's house. Hmm. I got into a new show, uh, finished it in like a few days. And, uh, what else did I do? I got a new fridge. Does that count? A little mini fridge for my room. I already had one, but I needed a bigger one. And then I had and then I gave the uh the little pups in New York some info. So I am recording this one. Uh it's also late. Sorry. Uh it's gonna be the new theme of the show. Welcome to the One Man Late podcast. Um, anyways, uh, where do we start? Okay, so the new new Facebook account. Nothing really to to write here. I've been very apprehensive about uh being active on Facebook. I didn't tell you guys this. Um I guess the old info is like stored somewhere in my phone. So when I created my new account and I tried to sign in with my stuff on my uh, my phone, I guess the the Facebook app on my phone and Messenger app, um, I guess some of my old credential cookies or some I don't know tech shit. Um, my my phone will not let me log into the the apps. Um, and I don't know if it's an Apple thing or whatever it is, but I will now have to delete everything off my phone and then reinstall everything after I can't use a backup because the backup still has that data. So I have to delete everything, Spent the whole day deleting everything off my phone and then doing thing app by app in order to get Facebook working on my phone again. Huzzah. I've been in no hurry to do that. So that's just where I'm at. So still adding people slowly, but surely I've been apprehensive because like I said, I don't know if for some reason, just after a week or something, this algorithm's going to kick in and decide, Hey, this guy's too much like that other guy that we banned," and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just, I'm very, I'm not really putting a lot on there. I'm just kind of adding friends for now and sort of maybe keeping it that, uh, that address book vibe that I wanted of it. Sorry. I'm yawning. It's been a fucking long day. It's been my only day off in, in a, quite a long time. And by day off, I mean, I had to, uh, do two meetings, uh, for work. So even though we were off, like I was off today, we still had a mandatory meeting. And then I met up with two of the staff members. we were just going to drop them off some stuff and then ended up chatting work or whatever. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just wiped. Um, so let's see, let's see how this one goes. Huh? Huh? Let's see how it goes. So whatever new Facebook account in, I did the Harvey's RV again. So I, uh, I did it in London, uh, John and, uh, and, uh, the young fellow there, Ronan came to, uh, to get some burgers during the day. Um, unfortunately I didn't see them. I was in the truck working my ass off. So, uh, I did that. I got to work with Ryan and uh, Mahara again and, uh, I had a great time. I had a great time. I I was just basically just banging up burgers. It was a great way to pass the time. Um, I did that in, uh, London, which was easy. And then we did, uh, Chatham which was like an hour or so away. And then finally in Sarnia, I got to meet some really cool people. Um, What else? Uh, come on brain. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, gang. I'm just, I just realized there was somebody I worked with in Sarnia. Good kid. I want to get on the brand ambassador stuff, get him some other gigs, but I just started my Facebook account again and I haven't even been put back into that brand ambassador group. Sorry. This is like, I'm still playing catch up. I apologize. Um, but yeah, so I, I had a great time working with some good teams, good people. Um, Fuck. Well, this is not much of a podcast so far. Is it four minutes and I'm yawning like crazy? Um, Sorry, gang. <laughs> it. Hey, and I was able to work in Chatham and Sarnia and London with these great people I had a great time. Man, um, I, I would definitely, that's the kind of thing that I would definitely do. Like they did coast to coast. I was like, hey, if you guys ever do like a big road trip, coast to coast thing, I would love to just be on for the long haul. Uh, it was great working with them. I had a lot of fun. Huh? And then, uh, and then basically I finished on, on, um, Thursday was the last gig. I came back, grabbed my stuff from, uh, Red and John's and then packed the car and drove, uh, that. And I think I left at like seven or eight o'clock at night and I just drove the six hours home. I think I made it home like two o'clock in the morning. Um, so Yeah. Um, I also got to have uh, another wonderful meal at uh, at Red and John's. John made a flank steak, I believe is what it's called. And he made my, uh, what is it called? Jesus Christ. I can't even remember the real name. Um, not hollandaise. Bernays sauce. Bernays sauce. Oh yeah. Which I call dragon come because it is so magical and sexual when it hits your lips. Um, so yeah, I made a Bernays. He also made this like, I can't remember what it's called. A shabbity boobity sauce or some shit like that, but it was like, like cilantro and, and parsley and, and oil and something else. And he said it was like a, fuck, I can't remember the region. I remember the region the next day, because as soon as I told Mahad in the car, uh, in the truck, because he's a chef as well, I was like, he made this sauce and I like this and that. And I said the region, he was like, oh, blah, blah, so, uh, Argentinian, I believe is what it, the, the region, Argentinian sauce. Let's see if Siri knows this one. Uh, where is she? Where are you, Siri fuck sakes literally behind me perfectly behind me where i can't reach okay hey siri what is an argentinian green sauce called and literally no response i can i can what's going on here like sorry i can hear the roommates talking i was like i thought my computer was chimichurri uruguay and argentina cafe Simi. i think i think chimichurri is what they said um where the fuck yeah i googled it it's got okay hold on not that anyone really cares but uh chimichurri uh in argentine cooking a piquant sauce or marinade traditionally used on grilled meat which is what we use it on typically containing parsley garlic vinegar olive oil flakes of chili pepper there's also cilantro in it. I could taste it cause it tasted like a soap sauce. Um, I've told you guys before, I'm one of those people who's just genetically inclined to tasting soap in cilantro. Um, but yeah, so we had the, uh, sauce. We had the Bernays sauce, beautiful flank steak. And then, uh, some veg and other delicious stuff. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, a wonderful, amazing meal. Uh Red's folks came over who I've known since high school. And I had a chance to to chat with her dad, to chat with her mom, and they're both very, very uh interesting people. Jesus, now I've got hiccups too on top of the ons. Come on, bodily functions. Um, yeah, so I got the chance to chat with her her dad, who's like international like finance bank development. Like this is a dude who like teaches banks. Like you 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 bank. If you're like, you could be a bank, a central bank or whatever. And he teaches central banks how to like audit themselves. And like, and that's crazy, right? Like banks, fuck. Uh, I mean, he's not like, here's how you fuck your people over, but in terms of just like regulating the finances and stuff like that and all sorts of shit, like dude goes to different countries all over the world to like teach banks how to be better banks. That's crazy. Uh, and then, uh, her mom goes with him and then she gets to experience cultures and all sorts of cool shit. Uh, so she used to have like an art school or whatever. Um, and so, uh, and I'm sure red will correct me if I'm getting any of this incorrect, but, um, it was really cool because, uh, like for fuck's sakes, um, she, uh, she would be like, you know, Oh, I went and I did this. And when we were in Vietnam, we did this. And when we were in Mongolia, we did this. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like this is, it's, it's awesome to talk about a culture and all sorts of cool shit. So, um, very, very neat very, very neat. It was a cool, uh, cool dinner. I had a great time. I had a great time on my trip altogether. Um, and then, yeah, as soon as I got back home, um, it was like next day. Fuck. I slept cause I got to bed at like two or three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I slept and then got up, got ready to hit the Nespresso, uh, tour, you know, ground, uh, running, so we went to Canada's Costco and that's about it in terms of interesting parts of it. That's it. I've, I've been working, uh, every single day since I think I've had one day since then. And this is way off. So, uh, Ooh, nine minutes down. All right, let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what else? Sorry, gang, the fucking fatigue. I, I, I got like eight, eight or nine more weeks of this. And, uh, and my lead is great. My lead is great, but he's leading on me heavily, fucking heavily. And, you know, like I'm find myself like when I'm at work, I'm at work. And then when I'm not at work, I'm getting calls like, Hey, what do you think we could do to strengthen this and that? And it's great that he's putting his faith in me, but I'm, I'm starting to burn out just a little bit. I'm not, I'm not totally wiped. again, I had today off, but was it really off? We had a few phone calls this morning. We had a few phone calls this afternoon. Then we had a meeting this evening via zoom. And, and then I ran a, you know, then I went with, met with him and another coworker just to, to exchange some stuff. And then, you know, he's asking me to do some more stuff tomorrow. So I'm just getting a little. I'm just getting a little burned out, but I know, I know the whole team is burned out. We're the number one team in Canada, which is great. We were number one team before COVID and we are the number one team now. So it is absolutely fantastic. Um, do, 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 de, bop, boop. And I got the Nespresso, uh, I got some new Nespresso coffee. I got the pumpkin spice cake coffee, which is delicioso. Uh, I went to the store to get that. So that was banging. And, uh, what else? Um, okay. So none of that stuff is of interest to you guys. Listen, you want some good coffee, get yourself an espresso. It's not a paid ad. All right. So I started that. Um, the cool news, my buddy, Jad, who I've worked on many activations with before, Jad had a little housewarming party. Uh, he just moved and it was a kind of a cool way for the team to get together and sort of blow off some steam after the first week. Because apparently I was, a, I wasn't there for the vast majority of the first week and B, uh, they had all the team members. So if you guys like Nespresso and Costco, are you heading out samples? Nope. They actually had us like masks and then face shields on top of the masks. And then they had like plexiglass and the machines behind the plexiglass and then us out in front. We looked like riot cops. So not, not so much of the welcoming, Hey, come talk to us about Nespresso. Like can't see our faces, the masks, the face shields had glare on them. So it was really hard to like connect with customers and get them to even want to talk to us. And I I didn't even know that for like the first few days because I wasn't there. So when I got there, my team was a little discouraged. It wasn't the same vibe that we had pre COVID. Um, obviously the the whole world is different post COVID, but, um, we were like two to three times more layers of protection than the rest of the Costco employees. So instead we look like these hazmat riot police that like, don't want to see, you know, face shields and, and, and masks. And then, you know, plexiglass behind us. It was kind of like, where are the machines? Like, Oh, they're behind the plexiglass that are behind us. They're behind shields and masks. And it was just very uninviting. You know what I mean? It looked like that. it looked like you didn't want, you know, it looked like we didn't want you to come near the machines and look at them. You know what I mean? So, um, we've made some adjustments since and whatnot, but it was, uh, I'm so frustrated guys. I can't tell you with this yawning. Um, I don't want to be this tired. I don't want to. Um, and I'm worried because it's like 11 o'clock at night and I can't have a coffee or something because then I'll be up all night and. Won't be able to get to sleep, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Um, we'll pick it up. I got some funny stuff to talk about later, on. I'm just saving it, but I I don't want to lose you too before I can get to that shit. So, um, Jad had a housewarming party, and all of us came. In fact, uh, we all, we did sort of like potluck style, which was great. I brought some stuff. Um, Cora, one of the team members, brought a wicked charcuterie board. I gotta say, um, now she's no chef, all right? Not to say she can't cook. She's just not a chef. None of us are. So, uh, after having John's miraculous, magnificent, uh, charcuterie board, which you can see on the one man podcast, Instagram page, um, it was, it was really unfortunate that Cora was, was coming up second to that because, you know, after that magic, uh, it doesn't matter how hard you try. It was good, but it, it was, it was a fantastic charcuterie board. She kept saying, isn't this a beautiful charcuterie board? And I did not say, you want to see a shooting, <laughs> a beautiful charcuterie board? Check this out. I didn't do that. I was like absolutely fantastic. And it was, it was very sweet. I couldn't have done, uh, any better. Um, it's just, it was just so funny that I was spent like a week ranting and raving about the charcuterie board. And then the, literally the, the, the next week, a, a good friend of mine was very kind and generous and brought one. I was just like, huh, you haven't seen the things that I've seen. Uh, my buddy Hamza, uh, brought wings. He brought these wings that were like, uh, they were called like, she's a hottie or something. They were so fucking spicy. So fucking spicy. They were burning my face. My lips were like, everyone, everyone was taking like one bite of these wings going, oh my God, I can't. I like finished one lick my fingers and my fucking lips were so red. Everyone's like, like in the dark, in the backyard, People are, like, pointing at me, like, look how red Josh's lips are, like, and I had brought uh, whiskey for the evening, so I I had a glass of whiskey next to me, and I was just sipping on it, but it was, like, these wings are, like, oh, my God, I can't breathe, like, we're outside, so it's not, like, just, oh, like, oh, I gotta, run in the house, and my hands are covered in fucking sauce, so it was, like, I'm just, like, oh, you know, I'll rinse my mouth, and it's, like, I put in this rye, like, I brought a spicy rye, so it's just, like, putting burning alcohol on your burning lips and burning tongues. Like trying to put up fire with gasoline. Uh, it it was, it was fucking brutal. They were good when he brought other, you know, garlic, Parmesan and a bunch of other wings that were phenomenal, but just those she's a hottie wings were like, fuck. Anyway, it was brutal, brutal. And then Clara's sister, uh, uh, Clara, Cora's sister, Chloe There's a tongue twister for you, uh, made cupcakes Which was very very nice. So everyone was kind of making cool stuff and bringing shit. It was nice. It was a really nice thing. And then Jad's roommate uh, was like allergic to everything. She's like, "Is that soy in it? I can't have that soy. Is this sound soy? I got that soy." And it's like that's a glass of water. You know what? Soy isn't water. Um, it was just funny. She was nice, but she was fucking hammered. They were drinking this like Quebec, you know, corner store wine that was like seven dollars a bottle. At one point I was like, Hey, do you guys mind if I have some wine with you? You know, whatever. Like, it's funny. Cause they, like, I didn't even stop to think like they're it's white wine. And, uh, they ran out and Chloe had run by to get some more for them. And the funny thing is like, she just grabbed it back and put it on the table. And no part of me was like, Oh, this is white wine. I'll have some. It's not chilled in the slightest. This will be fine. <laughs> I tasted it. It was so fucking bad. It was so bad. Like I'm I'm thinking like if someone like squeezed the lemon into water and then put like dish soap in it or something like that. Like just Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. I had one sip I'm like, I'm good. And this chick with who's with the soy allergy was drinking it by the fishbowl goblet full. Giant wine glasses. She was just look, 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 like when you're pouring wine and it's going to look like you're like, okay, why don't you just drink out of the bottle? <laughs> but uh anyways she got hammered passed out and then threw up all over the place that was funny uh that girl was white girl wasted let me tell you and the funny thing she's talking she's saying how she's like get up at like 5 30 in the morning it was so funny uh i hope she's not dead i hope she's not dead um but uh what else what else what else jazz has party was fun we listened to music i was playing some tribe called quest for them and eh, maybe that's what i'll put on the end of this this one here some fucking tribe called quest do 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 yeah 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 i'll have to look at my thing and see what are the tribe songs if i've ever played any before but yeah tribe call quest anyways i was playing that for them old school hip-hop here they i'm the oldest guy in the group by a lot 37 and they're all like early 20s maybe late 20s but they're all thinking like they know they know music And I'm like, yeah, let me put some shit on. They're like, was Josh going to put on Roy Orbison or something? They probably wouldn't even get that reference. It's before my time. But they're thinking I'm going to put on like this fucking hillbilly white boy music. And I put on some dope ass shit, man. I put on the abstract poetic representing from Queens, the five foot assassin. Uh, That's Q-Tip and Fife Dog, if you didn't know the reference. Uh, From Tribe Called Quest. Uh, Malik and Jerobi often get overlooked for the two of them, but anyways, um, what else did I do? I, I uh, my mom asked for steaks. My mom never asks for steaks. My mom and I said, uh, "Hey, my friend's coming over. I'd uh, like to do some steaks on the barbecue." She bought herself a charcoal barbecue. Fuck, I haven't used one of those in a long time. Very frustrating experience. The charcoal barbecue. Okay, very frustrating. It took forever to get the charcoals going, and then we use these ones that were like pre-soaked in the lighter fluid. So as I'm trying to get them lit and stuff, the fumes coming off of them are scorching my eyes. Like I was so blind from the smoke. It was actually happening to me a lot in the Harvey's RV trailer, to be honest with you. Cause we didn't have, uh, uh, we did we had the door open one day and the smoke was pulling off the grill so much that it was just like, Ugh, like pulling it right over my face. So yeah, I just basically spent a week burning my eyes in like <laughs> overcooking surfaces, basically. Um, But yeah, so I did the, uh, we, we set the charcoal took so long to get the charcoals going. And then we made uh, real nice thick steaks on the barbecue and we did, you know, potato salad and all that fun stuff. I smoked a cigar, um, and it was nice. It was a fun little evening, just, you know, a nice meal. Got to to talk to my mom and her friend. It was nice. It was a nice little visit, nice little steak dinner. She enjoyed it. She likes her shit really well done. So I was trying not to absolutely destroy it. You know so she sees any pink in it, she's like it's not cooked it's cooked mom it's safe she likes her shit well done because she's someone got it in her head young that like you know you get sick or whatever but it's like no it's it's cooked it's safe to eat it's a fucking delicious meal uh anyways that was it aren't you glad i told you that story wasn't that story worth the wait huh fuck I, I she wants to do it again she bought a bunch of steaks today and she's like let's do it again i got all these steaks so she really enjoyed it but i'm like i gotta we're gonna have to show up at your house two days early to get those fucking charcoal started Cause it's, it's brutal when that with the charcoals, cause it's not like, you know, a gas grill where you can control the heat as much, you know, like it, it's just once it's going and you're like, okay, you put your steaks down. It's like, it's not getting any hotter, you know, anyways, whatever, whatever. All right. I, uh, I purchased a mini fridge because I noticed a few weeks back, um, my cream was starting to go and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like I pull up my cream for my coffee and, uh, I was noticing that, uh, I was like, fuck, it's gone. I'm like, I'm like, I bought this like a week ago. Why is this cream gone? And it turns out my little mini fridge wasn't, uh, wasn't cold. It was like cool in there, but it wasn't cold. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I pulled everything out. Now I, I was trying to figure out why the cream kept going, why the cream kept going, but the other stuff wasn't. And the other stuff that I had in there was like hermetically sealed stuff. Like, uh, I may have talked about this already, but like, like you can get these, these one liters of milk from Costco, like, like 2% milk, but it's like a liter hermetically sealed. I have all these hermetically sealed, like coconut milks and uh, juices and things like that. Like all this shit that, that stores itself room temperature before it goes in the fridge. So all these things weren't going. And I'm like, why, you know, open them up and they're fine. I'm like, well, what's going on? But I didn't realize like, well, yeah, it's fine because it's, you just opened it, right? It can sit in a not cold fridge until it gets opened. But I'm like, why is my cream kept going? So, I look, I pull everything out and in the back of the fridge where the, the coil is like, it's covered in ice, like a big solid brick of ice and the sensor. So I'm like, well, the sensor thinks it's fucking freezing in there, but the whole fucking thing's not. So I cracked that off. And then I was like, you know what? There's not enough room in this tiny little Summersby fridge. Um, I like it, but it's just, if it's going to be frosting up on itself and and it's got barely any room, like it's designed to carry, you know, something like 30 uh, cans of, of It's a bar fridge, but I'm like, I got roommates and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want everything that I like downstairs in the, in the fridge because it gets used. One of the things, excuse me, is uh margarine, margarine or butter or that kind of spreadable stuff. You leave it in the fridge downstairs and you come back in a day or two. It's got fucking toast crumbs all through it. Simon only knows how to toast things. And he fucking uses shit. I, I told you, he I had a, a, a peanut butter, a jar of peanut butter. He has his own jar of peanut butter. Yet he was using mine every fucking time. So to the point where he let me blame Kamar for it. And and I even told him, I go, did you use it? He goes, no. I go, okay, well, I'm going to ask Kamar to stay out of it. I tell Kamar, Kamar's like, I'm not using it. And then I tell Simon, I go, Kamar said he didn't use it. He goes, oh, it was me. I'm like, I fucking told you. Anyways, whatever. I The point is, having roommates when it comes to food stuff and fridge stuff is always a pain in the ass. So. I kept things that I didn't want my roommates to use like, you know, expensive cheeses and things like that in my little mini fridge in my room. Well, it just got to a point where if the fridge is going to go and ruin the shit that's in it and I've got like cream and this and that and the other, and it's just sometimes just beverages and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? I think I need a, I think I need a a bigger fridge. I need a bigger mini fridge. huh? How cute is that? So I went to Costco, uh, for work and I noticed that they had a, a $200 mini fridge that was like 40, 50 bucks off. So I was like, there it is. There it is. That's what we're going to do. We're going to buy this fridge. All these problems are coming at the same time. Problems and soluciones." So I picked up the new fridge, but I had to, uh, I had to move some things around to make this fit. And here's where the story comes in. You're like, Josh, why would we give a fuck about your mini fridge? You shouldn't, you should care about savings. No, um, I, I had to move some shit around, uh, in my room and I've got like these two big counters, dresser things, storage units. They're like Ikea. There's like eight box unit storage things from ikea and i uh i had to pull them out and then in order to get when i pulled them out i had to move some cords behind them in order to get the cords i had to pull my tv out my tv's on a swivel mount and when i pulled the the tv out um when i went to push it back i it's all this sounds maybe ridiculous to you guys, but my TV's an OLED. It's a very thin panel. Like it's not thin, like regular flat screen TVs. It's like fucking thin to the point where like, I didn't want to, like, there's almost no frame on it either. Like there's nowhere to touch it. That isn't screen. Like you have to kind of hold it from behind because otherwise you're touching the screen. So Anyways, I, I had to pull it out from behind, which is fine. But when I went to push it back, I, I put my hand on the screen and I kind of pushed it back a little bit and it wasn't left there. I pushed it back. I was like, Oh, Jesus Christ. Like I'm pushing on the stupid thin screen. I'm pressing on it. You know what I mean? Like an LCD or whatever. So I was like, I might've fucked my, I'm trying to tell you why I didn't care what I was watching. It's very important to the story. Cause you're like, why would you ever put on this show? Okay. But this was like, honestly, what happened? I pushed the screen back and I was like, oh, fuck. So I turn on my my TV and it's all dark. All the Netflix menus and everything are dark and I can't see the bottom. I'm trying to see if I like cracked some pixels or something. And I'm looking, there's nothing, nothing. I'm like, fuck, come on. And they, you know, bring up the Apple TV. Everything's kind of blank and shit on it. And I mean, okay, fine. I just go Crave TV. I go Crave. First thing on Crave, hit play. First thing on Crave, this was just a test thing, was Canada's Drag Race, okay? But I didn't. I didn't care, right? It's not about watching it. It's just like, yeah, here, put throw it on whatever. And I hit play, and I could see, and I look, and I'm like, okay. And I, I just, I'm just leave it on because I want to look. <laughs> if I was lying, I would have come up with a better story, okay? But that doesn't matter because I'm about to unapologi- uh, unapologetically talk about how I got into it. So, I if I was lying about that, you know, what would be the point? I'm telling you, I, I was watching it. So. Anyways, I push it, push the TV back. I I leave it on and I'm still, I'm still putting organizing cords and moving things around. So I don't really care. As a matter of fact, this was the night that uh, I went to Jad's house party. So I kept getting like delayed with the the task that I was doing. And I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be late for this party. Anyways, I, I push the screen back and I'm leaving it on and I'm looking There's all these bright colors and everything. I'm like, it's exactly what I need to see if there's any damage. So I'll let it run for a little bit and see if there's any like dark spots or anything like that. So I'm moving shit around. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm, I'm not really. Also, it's nice to have something on in the background. I'm not going to lie. When you're working, I'd rather have that than nothing. I hate working in my room with just no music, no podcast, no TV, whatever. So I'm, I'm working the shows on and I'm like, I'm laughing my ass off. Like as I'm, as I'm putting things back, I'm listening to these, these drag queens like bitch, you fucking know it, right? Like girl, they're all calling each other like bitch and girl, and and I'm fucking I'm I'm laughing occasionally at the fucking shit they're saying to each other. And I again I have no interest in it, it's not my my thing or whatever. But as the show starts, it's like all these guys acting incredibly feminine. They're all gay, each and every one of them gay. Uh, I believe, I don't think there was a single one that was like, no, I'm not gay. They're all like, yeah, I'm gay and I love dressing in drag and it's my thing. I was like, just whatever, who cares? It's your thing, do you? And then there's like all these fucking hysterical challenges and this and that. And again, I'm just putting shit away and I'm I'm organizing stuff. I'm not in any particular hurry to change. I'm not not homophobic. So I'm like, ugh, ugh, get it off the screen. I don't care, right? I have lots of friends in those communities. So I left it on and I actually found it relatively entertaining. And and, and it it wasn't until the second episode was on, and I find myself standing there I'm no longer, I still have shit to do, but standing there, just staring at the TV, like watching these things that are going on. I'm like, all right, I got to, th- I got to fucking shut the shit off and, and whatever. So go to the house party that and when I came home to fall asleep, I put, I, I just went on the crave and it was there. It was like, yeah, shit, sure, Continue. And I guys like over the course of like two days or three days, I full on burned through like any, any downtime I had or sitting here doing laundry or putting laundry away, I was full on watching uh, Canada's drag race. I I don't know what to tell you. Hilarious show. Hilarious. Some of the shit that you hear. And I got to say, this, not just hilarious, like not in a, in a condescending belittling way. It was funny. It was entertaining because I like anything creative. So the fact that it's like these funny little being silly challenges and then it's like, okay, now make a dress out of garbage or make a costume out of what, uh, like, to me, it was the same as if you were watching one of those shows about like Hollywood effects artists. So again, it's drag and it was funny. Like it's, I actually get to hear the stories too of like these different people and where they come from, what their backgrounds are. A lot of the adversity they've overcome and and stuff like that and, and shit. And it just, I don't know. I, I gotta say, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The vast majority of my entertainment uh, during the week was watching uh, Canada's Drag Race. It's on Crave TV. Don't know what to tell you. Don't, don't, I might be gay. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I am, but it's funny because there was like a couple of them where like when they dress up, I was like, holy shit, that looks like a really attractive woman. Looks like a really attractive. Woman. Some of them were like, that's a dude. And even when they're like, you look so glamorous. Cause one of them was saying like, anybody, there was one challenge where they, it was kind of cool. I actually, I really, really liked it. There was one challenge where they actually got, uh, this, Uh, what was it? Rainbow railroad is, I believe the name of the charity. So this charity rainbow railroad, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Um, where it's kind of like the underground railroad, but the idea is they help people in other countries who are, uh, you know, um, LGBTQ plus, uh, get out of these countries where you can get killed or murdered or whatever for being just who you are. And they helped them relocate to Canada and, and get here and get safe or whatever, which is an amazing charity. So one of the challenges was they, they got somebody from the rainbow, uh, rainbow railroad. So someone who'd been relocated to Canada. So these people, you know, uh, I I don't know, I'll call them refugees They're not really that, but, but, but people who've come to Canada to be safe, to be able to be who they are, uh, they would get partnered with one of these people. And then the, the, the. Queens would have to not only do themselves in drag, but do their, do their partner in drag too. someone who'd never actually been in drag before. And some of them, like when they, when they made them up, like, they still looked like they looked like a dude wearing, wearing makeup, you know, and, uh, whatever. I, I think my point was that, um, you know, you think, well, they're all supposed to look like women. It's like, yeah, well, some of them definitely don't. And it doesn't matter how good a job they do. They still look like a guy, uh, the, the makeup and shit is all good. But it's just like, yeah, I just, I can't you still, there's just the features are due guys. There's this one that the, stole the show. In my opinion, this one, uh, queen named Jimbo from, uh, from out West in Canada. And, uh, it was so funny. Like every one of his costumes was just over the fucking top hysterical. And, uh, and he was such a ham, like such a clown or whatever. Um, yeah, guys, I gotta tell you, man, I gotta tell you, it was a fucking fun show to watch. Canada's drag race on, 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 you know, crave. I'm not, I haven't, I used to be into reality shows when they first started the, uh, the bachelor back in the early days and Joe millionaire and that kind of shit. But it's all like, I mean, now that I've been on a couple of reality shows myself, uh, you realize how much of it's like fake and scripted and they're like, Oh, we don't like that. Do this instead and create this and that and create drama here and that So it's not as, is, you know, as soon as you put a camera on something, it's not reality anymore. Um, but. Anyways, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, especially in a week where like, I was just like, I'm working, you know, seven, eight hours a day plus doing shit on the outside, catch up or whatever. I'm like, I had no problem just unapologetically, you know, watching a show or whatever. Um, and we're still talking about last week, you know, this week I've got even more ones. I can't wait to talk to you guys about the shit I've been watching, but that'll be the next episode. That'll be the next one. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. The drag race was, was fucking, was hilarious. The costumes were hilarious and some of them were just great. Anyways, uh, I'm moving on. All right. Last thing I'll talk about. What we got 31 minutes in. This will probably be the end of it. Cause I don't have a whole lot more to talk about guys. I'm just, I'm just spent. I'm spent. Oh man. My buddies in uh, New York. My little, my little children, my children, rich and uh, rich and chatter Those guys, um, good kiddos good kiddos. They're getting ready to go back to school there. I think, um, what is it? Uh, they got some, uh, they got some lady problems there. They got some lady problems. Um, how do I phrase this? I know they listen. So, um, it's funny. Uh, Rich has got an interest in a friend of his. I won't, I won't say her name, but he's got an interest in a friend of his. It's, a, it's like this girl who's been, you know, he's been barking up the barking up that tree for a while and it's funny because I can relate to both of these situations that these boys are in all right um you know back when I was young um or maybe recently who knows there's been I've been around a long time um so rich got this girl who like you know she calls him all the time and messages him but it's one of those things where like he's interested in her apparently she used to have a crush on him and has openly admitted it but he's he's interested in her And she's kind of like, she sort of treats him like the gay best friend. So she'll, she'll, you know, talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. But like, Uh, and he's kind of like, you know, he's young. So he's doing the whole, like, I'm going to be the nice guy and I'm going to listen to her. And then of course she's going to see that I'm a nice guy and she's going to be interested in me. And then we're going to be together is the abbreviated, but that's the, that's the narrative that, that, that young behavior and that young mind thinks I'll be the nice guy to her. I'll listen to her stories and her bullshit or whatever. And, uh, and then, you know, one day she'll just see me for the good guy that I am and she'll want me. And it's funny because I've learned over time that, uh, and it's even apparently psychological studies or whatever is that women, uh, decide very early on whether or not they're attracted to a guy, whether or not they're interested in them. So the longer you wait to sort of let a chick know, uh, let a lady or a woman, whatever you want to call them, uh, whatever they're not upset about being called, um, they are, they, they make that decision relatively early. They're either interested in you or you're like your friend zone and that's it. So in the beginning, when they're not hundred percent sure, you kind of got to like, let them know, like, Hey, you know, what's up? I'm interested in you. I'm going to take you out sometime. What do you think of that? Or whatever. Fuck guys. Yo, yo ma, what it is. Hit that tick tock. Let me slide in your DMS, whatever dumb shit people say. Um, so anyways, I told him like, Hey man. And the funny, I guess the funny thing is that like, I've said like, well, just ask her up He's like, no, I don't want to do that yet. Like, I want to just, I'm not sure I, I get awkward. It's like, listen, dude, you got to tell her this. Cause you're, you're, you're just staying in stasis. You're letting yourself be, be, you know, joked around. Cause the thing is like, he gets to a point where he starts to lose interest because nothing's happening. And then she'd feel that. And then immediately starts the conversation back to like, you know, you're really cute and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's funny. She just gives him enough hope to, to pull the slack in line. As soon as she feels, you know, him not following it, you know, then she's like, oh, 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 I better, better get this stuff. I mean, I'm not even saying that she's necessarily conscious of it, but that is exactly the dynamic of the relationship is that, you know, and the funny thing that we know this because as a group, when we're all together shooting the shit on PlayStation, um, we've all heard her on the phone on speaker in the background while he's talking to her and we're like, ugh. Dude, and she's wicked annoying, man. It's not like she's interesting to listen to. This shit's like wicked fucking annoying, wicked fucking boring. We're all like, dude, hang up the phone or, or get out of the party. Cause we don't want to fucking hear it. But so when I told him, he's like, I know, but like, I don't want to be an ass. And I'm like, what do you mean be an ass? Like, if you tell her, listen, I'm, I'm not really interested in, in listening to your day every day for no reason, you know, like He's like, well, I don't want to be a dick. I'm like, you don't have to be a dick about it, but just say, listen, I'm interested in you. Are you interested in me? Let's do this. If she says no, cool. Then why am I listening to your shit every day? Like I'll be your friend. We'll go hang out. But I just sit here on the phone while you make me want to rip my fucking ears off my head. Like it's so boring, you know? So it's like, there's nothing wrong. You're not an asshole for asking for what you want. And that is to, to be in some sort of relationship with somebody who wants to be in a relationship with you. Somebody who just wants to keep you around to listen to her shit. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That was, that was the, the short version of my advice. If anyone else has any real advice, Hey, contact the one man podcast.com. But it's telling him like, just dude, it's, it's likely never going to happen at this point. I go. The only time she shows any interest in you is when she feels you pulling away because she's wasting your time. And then number two, my other boy, Chaddenheimer. My buddy, Chad, he's got some chick that he's interested in. And the funny thing is now Chad, I have an immense, I mean, I have a ton of respect for rich too, but Chad did something which is very hard to do at his age is, uh, during COVID I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you the tale during COVID. I, I'm so funny too, cause I have my eyes closed. I've got my head in my hand, holding it up on the desk. <laughs> so just in terms of my level of energy, like I was yawning before yawnings are not happening as much anymore. I hope I hope that by saying them, I don't bring it back. Like, uh, like saying bloody Mary into the mirror or something. But, um, um, I was going to say the, uh, Chad, what he did during COVID was he was chatting with this chick. I guess they were, they were chatting via Instagram or Facebook or something like that. And, uh, he, you know, they were chatting for like five or six days and, or maybe a little, little more, a little less, who knows? All I know is they were chatting for a little bit and he was telling me he was interested in this chick and that she had mentioned that they knew each other from school and that she used to have a crush on him. And he's like, oh, I used to have a crush on you too. And, uh, all sorts of other, just just young kid chatting stuff. And they were chatting every day morning. And I was like, that's great. That's great. And he was like, I'm interested in her. And I was like, you know what you got to do, dude, is you got to just ask her out. Just. Don't even, don't even, you know. Hey, I was wondering if maybe one time you'd consider kind of like if you'd like to. No, just straight up be like, hey, uh, why don't you let me take you out sometime? Love to take you out on a date or whatever. And I said, just do that. And he was like, okay. Like he, like I mean, there was slight hesitation, but not not much. He was like, all right, I'll do it. And he, and he messaged said, hey, let me take you out sometime. And here's here's the thing. Because I said if she's not interested, at least you're not going to get your hopes up. But it's a great way to just and again that time frame. Like you have a, a small window before you get put in this like friend zone, and that's true. Like whether people want to be in it, I'm not saying that it, it, there's no exceptions to the rule. But every now and again, like you know, but for the most part, like women are deciding when they meet you, kind of up front is is am I interested in him or is he just a nice guy that I want to hang out with? So. I just said, Hey, put it out there. Just say, Hey, I'm interested in you. I want to let me take you out sometime. So he did it. And I can't tell you how, how proud and, and uh, you know, happy for him. And just like impressed. I, I was, it was very impressive to see someone at that age when rejection sucks and none of us want to be rejected for him to kind of go out. There. I was very, very impressed with him. This girl then says, Oh, I'm sorry to, you know, I'm really, I'm, I have a boyfriend and this and that. And I'm like, the thing for me was like, who is this bitch? You know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with having a boy. I'm not, it's not like, Oh, hey, how dare you have a boyfriend? But she's been talking with my buddy for days, you know, like all, not, not all day, every day, but like all throughout the day, every day and talking about how she used to have a crush on him and all this other shit. And I was like, that's a that's a that's a sketchy thing i go good for you men for fucking asking her out and getting to because i like look at this like if you hadn't asked her out like how much longer would you be just developing these feelings for her while the whole time she's got a boyfriend and he goes she, he even said like well she might be lying and i was like dude if she's lying then that's the same shit like you asked her out and she's even if she makes it up like at least you're not You know, it's only been a few days that you've developed interest. Imagine if it was like months and months and months of, of trying to, you know, build something and then finally taking a chance. It's like, Oh, I have a boyfriend. It's like, Oh, you know, like if I hadn't asked you out, when were you going to tell me you had a boyfriend? You know, how does your boyfriend feel about you talking to some other guy going like, Oh, Hey, I used to have a crush on you and this and that. I just, it's a little, it's a little suspect. Okay. A little suspect. So. Um, anyways, chatting with Chad the other day during this Croy, you know, or, uh, <laughs> during this thing with rich and, uh, he goes, um, that, yeah, he tells me that that girl he was chatting with is, is broken up with her boyfriend. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, so I'm going to like wait a while and then I'm going to ask her out. and I was like, I was like, I don't know, dude, I go, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. And he's like, well, no, I'm not, like, I go, you don't want to be with, he's like, no, no, I'm like, I'm not going to be her rebound or whatever. And I was like, no, but I'm just like, this is a chick who, and she even said that she was bored with her boyfriend. Like she's still, she's still been chatting with him a lot of this time, which I didn't really know, but still been chatting with him, but she's still chatting with this guy and then talking about how she's bored with her boyfriend and this and that. And it's like, then break up with him. And why are you still chatting with my buddy about like, Hey, you know, I'm bored with my boyfriend and just thought I'd let you know, we're going to break up like bitch. I was trying to tell him like, cause he's like, he's a young guy and she is an attractive girl. He showed me pictures. She's an attractive girl. But the idea is that like, you can't just be like, well, you know, like right now, I think a lot of them just kind of thinking with his dick where it's like, Oh, you know, I'd like to get with this chick again, nothing wrong. They're young pups. They both got their little cherries intact. So I think, you know, He might be thinking, you know, mostly with his dick right now. But I was just saying like, dude, you don't want this girl to be your girlfriend. I'm like, you want to like, I go my best advice. And this is being sincere. I's like, dude, if you want to fuck her, then, then do that. If that's going to happen, then do that. But that's the best case scenario out of that. I go, you don't want this girl to be your girlfriend. This is the same girl that like flirted with you while she had a boyfriend. And had you not straight up asked her out. You may have still not known that she had a a boyfriend. The fact that she's like, oh, my boyfriend's boring and I'm going to break up with them. And, you know, it's like, you know, this chick is the kind of person where she's like, she needs to have a bunch of guys on the hook. Like she's, she feels like somebody who's like, she gets bored easily. So she needs to know that there's a bunch of different guys interested in her or whatever. I've known women like this, you know, once they get a guy, it's fun for a little bit. But then the next thing they know, it's like, oh, well, what else is out there? What else is interesting? You know, I don't know. I, I, I found it interesting. So my advice to him was like, dude, don't, don't again, you want to fuck her do that. Wear a condom. Cause Lord knows what she's doing. But, uh, I don't know. Am I wrong guys? What do you think of that vibe of the whole vibe of like, I'm bored with my boyfriend. Just so that I let you know, I'm going to be breaking up with them. I don't think that this relationship with her could go well because you'd never be able to trust that this chick isn't out talking to other guys saying, Oh, you know, I used to have a crush on you and stuff. You guys, I mean, women, you're not fucking stupid. You know what that kind of talk is. Why would you say I had a crush on you? And like, what, where, what, why start that conversation? It's not like, oh yeah, interesting. Okay. Uh, what do you think of uh, the news show? But like, no, you know where the, I used to have a crush on you is going. You're trying to see what that person thinks of you. See if they're going to admit something back or whatever. It's, it's, a you're bringing a conversation to like a romantic interest level. You feel in the water, see what happens. Where's this conversation? It's yeah. There's something to that right? So for me to tell him, Hey man, you don't want to fucking shack up with this. You'll never be able to know whether or not she's out there fucking, you know, telling a bunch of other dudes like, like imagine that dude, you know, for a fact that she had a boyfriend for a fact that she had a boyfriend and she didn't even mention his existence while texting with you all day, every day. So anyways, so that was me. That was me. That was me. My single 37 year old ass uh the best relationship well best the longest relationship of my life failed <laughs> and uh and I'm telling people advice so contact at one man podcast.com based on the two scenarios the one girl who's who who didn't lie about having a boyfriend but is just basically towing my buddy along and has no interest in being with him and then the other one who gets bored with guys and lies about the existence of boyfriends that's the mother of your children um yeah, let me know what you think. What would you suggest to these young pups? Contact at onemanpodcast.com. I would love to hear your thoughts. Does anyone agree? Does anyone disagree? Um, And that'll do it for this week. It's not an hour. Sorry, I'm tired. I'm falling asleep. I'm banging my pen too loud on the desk and I can't wait to go to bed. Um, Yeah, but I still have to produce and put it up. So uh, this week's episode will be on time. So I've said in the past, but uh, it will be. I uh, got some fun shit to talk about, uh, that I'm, I'm looking forward to. I've watched some documentaries and things like that. I'm looking forward to sharing that shit with you guys, not to mention I had some fun little experiences and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, yo, 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 yo. I will chat with you guys. Oh, what do I have coming up? Wow. One week's time. I'm going to be doing an interview with, uh, yeah, it won't be in this next week's podcast, but I'm going to be doing an interview with the cast of genius. The ones who gave me early access to their, uh, their Sherlock Holmes fiction podcast it's called genius podcast. Um, I'm going to be chat with them. I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna have a lot of fun. And, uh, that's about it for tonight. Guys, guys live your best lives. Uh, don't, don't accept any less. I think the big thing with the conversation was telling these guys, you know, like you're good dudes, man. You're good dudes. A lot of, a lot of the people in my life are good people. And there's nothing wrong with being in a relationship with somebody who actually wants to be with you, not what you think you can get. So somebody who's not going to be like, Oh my God, you're an amazing person. Can I please hitch my wagon to your, 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 whatever, not hitch your wagon. You know what I mean? That's pretty serious right off the bat, but I'm just saying like, fuck it. I don't, I can't think of a single one of my onesies. that is isn't an amazing person. You know, you guys really deserve the best. Everybody deserves somebody who wants to be with them. Not like with you because they think they can't do better or, or chasing somebody that that's, that's fucking with you. And the worst part is like when Rich kept saying, well, I don't want to be a dick. Like I don't want to stop talking to her. I'm not telling you to not be the person's friend, but why are you letting them treat you? Like, who's looking out for you? You're looking out for them. Who's looking out for you? I've been that in almost every relationship I've ever been in. I'm trying to look out for the other person, make like empathizing with them and how they must feel. And it's like, who's looking out for me? You know, if I, if I had a fucking nickel for every time I was trying to take care of my ex's feelings the whole while, she didn't give a shit how I felt. You know what I mean? I was continuously apologizing for my own feelings. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. So you you shouldn't do that. If, If you're, if you're not being, you know, appreciated or whatever, live your life. Somebody somebody out there will absolutely or it. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Preachy fuck. Guys, I'm going to talk to you next week. I hope you have a great week. I'll be thinking of you. Take care. Now you caught my heart
1: for the evening. Kiss my cheek, move this you confused things. Should I just sit out or come harder? Help me find my way.
2: Messing me up my whole head Teasing me just like Tita did Martin Now look at what you starting Schoolboy crushing it Ain't on the hustle. the whole world See it, but you can't uh. My peoples they complain sitting and raving and rant Come on. Your name is out my mouth like an ancient chant Got me like a dog as I'm pals
1: <gasps>
2: Speaking of which
1: Got a leash and a wish just to rock you, miss. Make a militant move, beat my strategy. What? End of the day, you're not mad at me. Uh. Not dealing with nobody, now that's what you told me. What? I said, hey, yo, it's cool, we could just be friendly. Cause yo, picture me messing it up. Her mind not corrupt with the L.C. Cups? Huh? Shit. I'm on my JO. Come on. Bullshit and hoping that the day go slow. What? Got me like a friend, what confuses me, though? It's kisses when we breathe, tell me what's the deal, yo. Now you caught my heart for the evening Kiss my cheek, move, in. you confuse things Should I just sit out or come harder? Help me find my way Now you caught my heart for the evening Kiss my cheek, move, then you confuse things Should I just sit out or come harder? Help me find my way
2: Now why you wanna go and do that love, huh? Making things for me towards you harder Killing me just when I think we there You doused the whole vibe in the clothes in the air Telling me about next man, but next man ain't the nigga with the plans Who got your heart in mind? Maybe things could change if you change your view. Come on. If not, then I guess it is cool. Yeah. Just keep to yourself and vibe by the rules. Like that now, check it out now, check it out now, check it out now, like that now, check it out now, check it out now, it yeah it yeah now, check it out now, work like it out. out now, check ha. it out now, it's like that now, check it out now, it's X- like a- that now, check it out. What can you say? What what? Now you caught, caught my heart for the evening. Kiss my cheek, when you confusing. Should I just sit out or come harder? Tell me, find my way. Now sing it, sing it. Now you cut my heart for the evening. Kiss my cheek move if you confuse me. Hey, Should I just sit out or come off? Tell me find my way. Now, talk it out, talk it out. now you cut my heart for the evening. Kiss my cheek move if you confuse me. Oh, oh. Should I just sit out or come hot? Oh. Tell me oh. find my way. Oh. Out right now you cut my heart for the evening. Come come Kiss my cheek oh. move if you confuse me. Should I just sit out or come hot up? Tell me find my way